Well, hello, boys and girls, sports fans and assorted waves and strays. It's Den here from Diginomica. And today I'm bringing you the government version of what we have on store. OK, so and Derek is the guy who normally does most of this. But uh, anyway, so let's go. How do you solve a problem like identity? It was supposed to be the government digital services flagship program, an example of how central government could work with industry to develop standards and create a platform for the whole of the public sector to use. One that was safe and secure. However, this week we were told by the National Audit Office that Verify, GDS's identity assurance platform, is a project that has fallen into the traps of many failed government IT projects before it. The government watchdog cited a failure to set clear objectives and optimism bias as just two of the common failures seen on Verify. Couple this with verification success rates of just 48% and savings that fall 75% short of targets, it's a woeful outcome for the GDS. And one that will disappoint many. If Verify had been the success envisioned by GDS, it would have built momentum for it to further pursue the government as a platform agenda, where common components are built for the whole of the public sector to use with the buying power in the hands of the government, not suppliers. However, my gut tells me that this will no longer be the case. GDS, again, made the mistake of not listening and collaborating with departments, which felt that they needed to build and buy their own requirements and needs. There was also no political will to support GDS in getting all departments on board, which would have introduced scale, reducing problems and price. And so Verify got kicked into the long grass and funding was withdrawn. RIP Verify. Going global with GCloud, this week we noted with interest that the Government Digital Services has started recruiting for a number of roles to help take the digital marketplace global. For those unaware, the digital marketplace hosts a number of technology frameworks for government buyers, including the GCloud, and is considered the one-stop shop for public sector digital procurement. It was announced early last year that GDS had received funding from the Foreign and Commonwealth Office to find a way to take the digital marketplace into public sectors abroad. The reasons for this were cited as the British government helping other countries fight fraud and corruption through transparent procurement processes. But I'd imagine it will also give British suppliers a route to new markets too. GDS is seeking a head of delivery for the project, as well as three product managers. It's the product manager roles that provide the most insight, as each position will focus on a region of interest. These include Latin America, Mexico, Colombia, Southeast Asia, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Southern Africa, predominantly South Africa. It can't be denied that the digital marketplace has been an innovative and hugely successful project for government, opening up the market to SMEs, providing transparency and giving buyers a quick a quicker route to market. Taking it global presents a big opportunity for GDS, but as ever, the devil is in the detail. Is GDS just providing source code for these countries to run their own marketplace? Who's going to be responsible for managing the frameworks in each country? Is GDS taking a cut on international sales? Will the marketplace be open to businesses in, the, in these territories too? We were also told last year that GDS is working on a new digital marketplace platform. What's the latest on that? We don't yet have much detail, but we will be watching closely. We still don't know how to effectively manage a contract. This week, the Public Accounts Committee released a damning report assessing the Ministry of Defence's contracts with Capita, two in particular worth over £1.1 billion. The long and short of it is that the MOD has continued to repeat outsourcing mistakes that have been consistently highlighted for years. As such, the failings could have been avoided or minimised at the very least. One of the contracts mentioned by the committee is four years late, has cost three times what was forecast, and the end product will ultimately be owned by Capita. 
The mistakes made include Capita chasing revenue at the time of winning contracts and therefore not pushing back on the MOD's requirements. The contract being overly complex and a lack of special expertise. When will this end? We often complain about government being short of resources and yet we continue to waste billions on mismanaged outsourcing and poorly thought out projects. We noted recently that the Cabinet Office is attempting to change this through its new outsourcing playbook which provides a framework for deals of these nature. But you know what? Time will tell. And it's not just about us. Um, there's plenty to think about elsewhere. If you're going to read a blog post this week, read Richard Pope and James Darling's Medium post about where we are at in terms of progressing digital government. The pair rightly note that GDS brought fundamental change to Whitehall that isn't going anywhere. User research, open source, agile, etc. However, problems remain, and we need a new dialogue for what to do next. As the post states... The question we need to be asking ourselves in 2019 is, will a gradual Fabian-style approach get the UK where it needs to be quickly enough? Probably not. 2019, more than ever, is not a time for patching. Elsewhere, Derek saw a tweet that I thought might resonate with a few of you, and it comes from somebody called Bat, or at MZBat. You either die a civil servant in an antiquated government system you just desperately try to modernise, or live long enough to leave and become a contractor that overcharges the government for IT management. How true is that? Okay, well, we hope you found this enjoyable, and check back in with us soon. Till the next time, toodle pip.